everybody. Welcome back to The Internet is Weird. I'm eating corn chips right now because my blood sugar is through the floor and I am shaking like a leaf. So I hope you don't mind if I chew loudly. Here we go. Well, Trav, welcome back. Um, right before we Thank were you. on air, you you were so you were talking about such a great topic. Uh, just go go away with it. Uh, um, you had you were you were hyping it up. You had so much to talk about. No, I don't remember that happening. Oh, okay. That's not what usually happens. Never mind. You don't come with the topic. Yeah, I got you. You, I mean, I'm sure you're aware that the usual format is you bring all of the content and I do nothing. Well. Since you don't bring anything, I'll just I'll start it right out of the gates. Everybody, welcome Please. back to the Internet is Weird. It is your boys. We've emerged from our doomsday bunkers uh, momentarily. I mean, the world mm-hmm. is still on fire. Yeah. But uh, we're out and we're back to record another beautiful, spicy episode. That's correct. I think my ice maker just shot ice out of the fridge onto the floor. Whoa, dude. Do you have an ice maker? Yeah, I know. It's pretty I didn't cool. know you were rich. <laughs> well. <laughs> I uh, freeze ice cubes manually in the freezer like a peasant. <laughs> yeah. I don't have I, a fancy modern fridge. That was the old days when we did that together. But not anymore. I have my, my fridge makes its own ice. And sometimes Damn, it just shoots it out. moved all the way up the ladder and I'm still stuck at the bottom. We're, we're kind of late to the, the party here. But um, you heard about cuties? Have you heard about cuties? Well, if anyone's hidden under a rock like Patrick Starr, they don't know what cuties is. But uh, cuties, uh, a Netflix show, if you may. Um, is it a show or is it a movie? That's a movie. I mean, oh, okay. What's the difference? It's a. Did you did you end up watching it? No, I did not. I <laughs> I had it. I, had yeah, it I was cu- kind of hoping you would watch it so we could talk about it. I had it queued up, but I ended up watching a best of compilation, and I'm sure you've seen oh, a couple okay. of the clips too. So I, I actually haven't seen a single uh, frame of the movie. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's long because I don't like looking at naked little girls, but I guess you're just built different. <laughs> yeah, built different. I <laughs> enjoy the the wet t-shirt contest of eleven year old girls. I mean, that happens in the movie. Yeah, uh, I think it's like uh, tw- just generic twerking and bouncing of asses on the floor like Cardi B. Jesus, gross. I was just going to say, for those who aren't aware, Cuties is uh, this new Netflix-sponsored movie. about. What is it about? It's like a beauty pageant uh, for little girls or something. Like, little, <sighs> But it's not just a beauty pageant. It's like overtly sexual and they're twerking and... As the, as, provocative. The, as the Hollywood pedophiles would describe it, they would call it a coming-of-age movie, of course. <laughs> yeah, about a young girl who the, finds come. herself. Um, but yeah, it's old news. Um, everybody's mm. either seen it or heard about it, but right. I think it was like a week ago, legislators in Texas um, are suing Netflix for promoting pedophilia content, and they're taking mm. them all the way to court, and I hope they just rip Netflix a new one. You want them to win? Yeah, I want them to destroy Netflix. Give me your your hot take. Do you think there really is a secret cabal of Hollywood pedophiles pulling the strings? (laughs) Do you have a moment? (laughs) 
Sure. I have all the time in the world. I mean, this might be a later episode, but I mean, QAnon promotes that um, actively. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That the world is just run by a a conglomerate of pedophiles all bent up on, you know, putting kids into their sex rings. Look at Jeffrey Epstein, for an example, him and his bunker of kids. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want to get too deep into QAnon because I figure that'll probably be a good subject for a future episode. Yeah, everybody's getting into conspiracy theories with that one. But yeah, uh, Cuties, that's pretty much the big thing that's been happening. Um, well, so which parts did you watch and what did you, what well, did you think? Well, in the compilations, I mean, first of all, I should say I'm probably on some watch list now by the FBI. You know, <laughs> anybody who clicks play on that is on the watch list. <laughs> probably. But there's just 11-year-olds twerking and not just twerking twerking they're doing the thing where they're like splitting their legs open throwing their asses on the floor bouncing like cardi b style humping the ground grabbing their crotch they Um, throwing that thing around i think i think in the movie they watch porn together and they send nudes um you know they get i think there's a scene where they film the kids getting dressed i don't know if you see a little bit but if you're working the camera i mean you see everything and then, oh, like actual nude scenes with child actors. Yes, yes. Wow. Um, there's a scene where um, the camera crews have to film in on this girl's underwear right at her crotch. That's but, fucking heinous. Imagine the director saying, yeah, can you just uh, get a quick zoom in right here oh. on the crotch? Is that allowed? Is this allowed? Well, it's allowed because it's a coming-of-age movie, Travis. Mmm... I think we established a long time ago this is an anti-pedophile podcast. <laughs> did we establish that? I think we did. I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence. There are pros and cons. Oh, what's your munching? Oh, wait, you're eating Tostitos. Yeah. yeah. Wait, how'd you know that? Oh, I think... Yeah, never mind. Did so, you guess that crunch? <laughs> don't, don't spoil that. That's something else in the works. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Are we really going to do that? Do we want to talk about it right now? (laughs) I'll go over it briefly. (laughs) I had a a fresh idea for a new podcast that we will definitely update regularly. It'll come out once a week, as podcasts Mm -hmm. do. Absolutely, yeah. It's called Guess That Crunch. And we get me and Andy and our other friend Sam, and we eat crunchy snacks into the microphone without saying what they are and the other two have to guess the crunch i think it's a great idea everyone else i've pitched it to thinks it's absolutely retarded (laughs) (laughs) i haven't pitched it to anyone yet but it it sounds good to me i mean i think it's a great idea it's like a game show we play it all the time when we game um and you can listen along and maybe try to guess the crunch yourself it's more interactive than this podcast is right now i mean it's got everything exactly and it's you know i think the thing about the crunch is you can just throw somebody off i mean i could be eating a piece of lettuce and you'll think it's a chip i mean there's there's unlimited ability there's uh, a great degree of guile and trickery involved but uh, it's, there's, there's more nuance to it than you would think. Like, you can listen for the rustle of the bag. You can be like, ooh, does that sound like a plastic bag or a paper bag? What kind of, you know, what kind of snacks come in that kind of bag? So on and so forth. And you get bonus points for guessing the flavor. Like, <laughs> God, it's so stupid. No. But I want to do it so bad. It's an offshoot of this podcast. It's the... Mm-hmm. Uh, 
the like official the wa- sister podcast. The, the walking dead is weird. <laughs> the Walking Dead had the um, it's the shoot offs. Yeah, this is the re- yeah. this is the the shoot off for sure. Exactly. Guess that crunch coming soon, and by soon I mean probably never. Yep. <laughs> Fuck man, life is so boring right now. Yeah, pretty much. Just playing video games. That's about it. Um, let's see. Oh, uh, Trav, are you, are you are you registered to vote? I sure am. Are you are you going to vote? I I reckon I am. I'm sure whatever happens, whatever result comes out of it, everybody is going to be perfectly sane and totally oh, not freak I'm out. Oh, I'm sure. Yes, everyone's going to behave themselves and not fucking flip their shit. <laughs> I've heard there's a nationwide ammo shortage. If that tells you anything. <laughs> I was browsing the um, gun uh, <laughs> gun forum on 4chan. <laughs> People were like, I can't find 45 ACP anywhere. <laughs> Everyone's out of 9mm. Gotta get ready. <laughs> so I didn't realize there was a gun section of 4chan. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. I, I just kind of started browsing 4chan recently. Um, and I've read the N-word more than I've ever read it in my entire life within the past few weeks. <laughs> Like just scrolling down the page, n n n n n, created some kind of creative t- spin on n n n n. Yeah, it's <laughs> a real cesspool. I try to stay away from it as best I can. But the funny thing is, there there's like an LGBT uh, forum on 4chan. There's a fashion forum. There's a photography, like all these really wholesome activities. But every single forum still has the n word in it everywhere. So, uh. Should we get to the topic at hand? Ooh. The topic of today's episode. All right, Travis. Tell me what you know about bronies. Bronies. Um, from what I understand, a brony is an adult male, probably like mm, 15 to 40 within that range. <laughs> That is uh, a super fan of the little girl's television cartoon, My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic. Yeah, it's pretty, I mean, that's pretty accurate. I mean, yeah. the age range, in fact, is probably right, too, because bronies exist in all ages and forms. Uh-huh. And yes, they are mostly men, but, you know, like 5-10% women, as most internet communities are with <laughs> fetishes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, bronies... Um, you know, I'll go into the details, the nitty gritty here, but that's that's the long and the short of it. I mean, there, there's so there's in case you haven't heard of it, there's a children's TV program called My Little Pony: Friendship Is Magic, the kind of cartoon that is usually conceived to sell toys to children, uh, and it's about magical like pony unicorns that all uh, hang out together and have fun in the land of Equestria. Yeah, Damn. where all the horses live. I mean, you're spot on. I mean, this whole, yeah. the, I'll go further back too, but the the brand of My Little Ponies existed since the 1980s. Um, mm. And like what you said, with the trying to sell money, um, every like you know duck every decade or so, they reboot the series like with new writers, right. new producers, and everything, change the animations and everything, and just to sell those toys and make a profit. And you know, mm. do you know? Um, What's it called? My uh, what's it called? Uh, Powderpuff Girls. Yeah, yeah. 
So the girl, the woman that did the um, Powderpuff Girls is the one who did the fourth installment of My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic. Her name is Lauren Frost, or excuse me, Lauren uh. Faust. And she, she's very, you know, keen at making these uh, animated cartoons that are specifically appealing to both men and women. Uh-huh. Like, she's talented at that. And Even make, though they appear, like, really overtly feminine. Yeah. Yeah, she's, she, like, I mean, think about it, Powderpuff Girls. I watched that all the time when I was a kid. Yeah. Mojo Jojo and everything. I gotta say, though, that shit was really violent. Well, that's the <laughs> <I> point. Mean, <laughs> that's how they appeal to the male fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, she was in charge of rebooting the fourth installment, which is like what you said, My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic, back in 2010. Mm-hmm. Um, what, uh, what... Mm-hmm. TV network does this appear on? Well, when it uh, first came out, it was on this like rogue spinoff of like a Disney Disney owned channel, I believe, or Nickelodeon owned mm-hmm. channel. Um, but I don't know where it, where it appeared after that, but um, it was definitely some kind of rogue, you know, Nickelodeon type style TV mm-hmm. channel. Um, but oh yeah, Lauren Foss. She also made How, uh, Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. Did you watch that? Oh yeah, yeah. So she's talented at making these silly cartoon ideas very appealing to ironic to men, which is kind of so yeah, kind of how she uh, Brody's <laughs> came to be. Um, but she rebooted it back in 2010, and this is sort of the origin story of Brony's and how they came to be. Because before Lauren. Nobody, no male was watching My Little Pony. It was all girly. Mm. The, the toys they sold were for girls. It was, you know, plastic dolls the, and everything. Go the ahead. installment of the show that came before Friendship is Magic. I don't got a name for it. They all had different ah. names, different animators, different storylines. Um, gotcha. But when this reinstallment came in 2010, everybody was upset that Lauren Faust was given the, uh, the creative... Uh, uh, what do you call it? Role as as the head of head of the uh, show, and they said it should have been given to somebody that was uh, lesser known in the community of of animators, so that they can get themselves uh, going with a new job. Uh, so that article came out criticizing the show for giving Lauren Foss the job, and because of that, it drew a lot of attention to the series, um, mainly through 4chan. Which I mean, make of that what you will. So what what exactly drew 4chan's attention to that? It was this controversy about the wrong showrunner being picked for the cartoon or something? Yeah, pretty much. They, they, Who cares about that kind of thing? Well, it's 4chan. <laughs> they care about everything. <laughs> but they started. They wanted to watch it just to see if this article meant anything, like what it was saying was true. And because of that, everybody was watching it ironically to see if it was good, if it was bad. Right, and right. then from that, they, they started to unironically <laughs> like it and the, I, that's how it had that's how i got into anime the meme i guess was just everybody in the beginning they just started posting the ponies um from friendship is magic just ironically making fun of the show <laughs> yeah um, right. and then it just grew but, from that but making fun of it in a way where you pretend to be like a huge fan of it like who you know y- yeah you could see a bunch of neckbeards unfortunately like oh <laughs> who's your favorite pony mine is rainbow dash yeah exactly <laughs> and then slowly over time they start to actually get into it and mm-hmm. other people start to actually get into it and eventually it's just not even ironic at all anymore yeah yeah it, it was started out as like yeah you know i kind of really like the the lore here and then it turned <laughs> the character into character development yeah pretty much um 
and it, it became such a big popular event on four on four chan that they the moderators had to ban my little pony post for a little while because mm. everybody was posting about it they were just spamming it yeah um <laughs> and while this was all going on just this small community of people watching this show that actually found out that they liked it they started to um just grow as a community on 4chan and um let's see here back with a big meme that was shared around during 4chan when people were starting to realize they like it was there like the original meme was this guy who put up a photo of a, a pony and it said on there i'm gonna love and tolerate the shit out of you do you know that meme <laughs> no i haven't seen that before it's like the flag of the baroni community essentially and mm. It was the motto of the fandom. I think the jokes of it was even thrown into My Little Pony. Um, and so, yeah, it was born. And this is the birth of My Little Pony. Peroni's you say um, that meme was put into the show. Uh, were the creators of the show, when did they become aware of the Brony movement? And do they, like, acknowledge it? And did they change or adapt the show at all to this, like, new weird fan base that they got? Well, that's part of the reason why Bronies... Um, became so popular and connected with the community of, or excuse me, of the, to the creators because the creators adapted the scripts and stuff just to make little quips and jokes that, you know, the fandom could relate to, you know, mm. feeding into the audience, which is, yeah, you know, some shows do that and it's pretty cool. <clears throat> but 4chan started banning ponies posting, like I said, and because of that, the community was like, you know what, fuck this. We're just going to go off on our own. And they started the first forum for bronies which was called equestria daily it was started in 2011 as an escape from 4chan the first brony settlement yes outside of 4chan yes indeed the brony jamestown and this you know this is what <clears throat> this is kind of what you would expect it to be once they escape, escape the wrath of 4chan and it's shit posting um you know people were posting fan art um you know conspiracy theories they were doing their own fanfic and everything so and what about porn oh we'll get there mm. <laughs> um we always get to the porn sooner or later it all leads back to the pornography for sure uh but you know this is a time of growth travis of, of growth in the community for bronies and it wasn't really about the sexualizing of the ponies at this point mm. um it wasn't until about maybe 2012, so two years into the Phantom, that they started sexualizing the ponies, I would say. Um, That's a surprisingly long time for them to wait for that. Yeah, I mean, what I have done in my research is I've figured out that approximately, you know, of, of all bronies, there's a split. There's an internal rift, and they hate each other within the community. There's mm -hmm. those that were the original fans of My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic. You know, they're like a third of the bronies, maybe a little bit more. They don't sexualize the ponies in any way. And then there's the other third, which is those that like My Little Pony, but, you know, they like it for the sexual stuff. They're the more neckbeard type things that draw ponies with big cocks shoving in each other's faces oh, and God. stuff. And then the last... And there's, there's, a, there's a word for that group. Do you know what it is? Uh, do you know it? Cloppers. Yes, there you go. Cloppers. <laughs> Cloppers. <laughs> I'll get into that in just a minute. They jerk off to the children's ponies. I'll get into that in just a minute. And then the last third are, and you know, as expected, a migration of furries entered the fandom. Oh, of course. And so the other third is furries. How are they different from the cloppers? 
Are the are cloppers not usually furries? They're different. Yes, there are cloppers, and there are those that are furries that actually like to dress up as ponies. Um, mm. So they're like they call them like bronies in disguise because they just they wanted to be a part of the fandom because of the sexualization of animals, <laughs> but they're not in it for the show at all. Like the cloppers, oh, they enjoy the show and they enjoy the sex sexuality of everything. The clopping, and then the furries, they're just here for the the banging. I see. <laughs> I mean, in my re- my research, so what I'll say too, so as the community was growing, um, growing more and more in the early 2010s, <clears throat> the, uh, they started to have their first brony cons. Mm. You heard of those? Uh, I haven't heard of a brony con specifically, but it doesn't surprise me that that exists. I mean, they're like a Reddit meetup. I mean, Dude, imagine the smell in that <laughs> conference hall. <laughs> Oh, fuck. My team just lost depression. Oh, no. God damn it. Oh, no. <sighs> back on, back on. We, I got to keep my focus here. Be professional. Andy. Gotta be we professional. Gotta keep going. But yeah, so BronyCon started happening, and these are conventions just like um, Comic-Con and everything else where people from all over come together in a big, big hall, and they interact they sell things they sell fan arts they have meet and greets mm-hmm. with some of the cast members and BronyCon was actually very very successful um what i think year I, was the first BronyCon? uh i believe in 2012 was when BronyCon was established yep gotcha. and their last BronyCon was in 2019 i believe hmm. in baltimore and i think they had like 10,000 people at it damn yeah do you know how many were at the first one I don't know, probably a couple thousand or so. Maybe, Dude, maybe not this, a couple thousand, but, you know. This brony thing is almost 10 years old. Can you fucking believe that? A decade of bronies. I would have, when I started my research, I would have believed it to be older than this. Wow. That is nuts. But, um, yeah, so <laughs> watching these brony cons, I would watch um, Howard Stern. He would go, he would send one of his little yeah. minions over to BronyCon to interview people. And... Mm. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of what you expect. It's like pencil neck guys who would never yeah. would get a woman. They have, you know, like acne out the wazoo. They have like sparse hair on their face that they're trying to grow that they should shave. Mm. It looks like pubes, essentially. Pony cells. Yeah. <laughs> There's probably a little crossover there with the ponies, the, the, the bronies and the incels. There's no denying that. But they they always ask the, the, the people that they're interviewing, like, so what is clopping? And they always like go like red in the face, like oh jeez, oh jeez, oh god. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. But the, but they come out with it. They're open with being cloppers and, uh, and enjoying the sex. Of oh, it. they admit it. Oh my god. Yeah, they're they're a part of being the, being a part of the community is about accepting who you are. Wow. <laughs> um, I remember there was a guy there that was came with his parents who were like a strictly religious family, and this guy asked. And this Howard Stern disciple ask in front of his parents, so what is Cloppy? And they have, have him go into great detail about how he beats off to horses and comes on posters. Oh my of, of, God. Of Imagine watching your child say these things. Yeah, I'm pretty sure your soul is instantly damned to hell the second you come to a cartoon pony. Yeah. I, no, I, I think <laughs> you can do pretty much whatever you want and God doesn't care, but the second you, come, you shoot, you blast rope to a cartoon pony, God's like, okay. You can't come up here. You're going down there. (laughs) 
Yeah, they go live in Equestria hell. <laughs> what if heaven is just Equestria and we all become ponies when we die? Mm. Think about that. Never thought about it that way. Um, okay, so this is very interesting. Uh, so we have regular bronies who just watch it for the show. We have cloppers who enjoy the show but also come to it. <laughs> <laughs> and and just furries who really have nothing to do with the fandom. They just, uh, you know, come to animals in general. <laughs> yeah. And that, that rift I was talking about that exists between the three factions, the warring factions of bronies... <laughs> is causing its demise because it's become what it, it the fandom has become something that it wasn't in the past mm, and so it's dissolving war. it's yeah it's like captain america civil it's war it's imploding yeah aha uh-huh. and that's why there is 2019 was announced as the last BronyCon. they're not going to have them anymore are they even making the show still that i don't know mm. i assume it's still going on if they ha- if they were having conventions in 2019, you would think so. Yeah, yeah. God, it's the Brony cons too. One thing they had always at the end was like a big musical act, and it's always like EDM music, a bunch of neckbeards just dancing on the floor. Um, oh boy, it, it's a lot of what you would expect. You know, it's taking place in like a hotel ballroom, right? And it's just weird when you have like, you know, 15 to 18 year old guys there, as well as like 45 year old sweaty bald men interacting and selling paraphernalia and what they have to do because there's so many young people there is when they sell the material they have to put like nice and family friendly stuff on top of it to hide the like brony (laughs) brony art that has like penises and boobs and stuff like that (laughs) they sell that at the cons yeah are they allowed to, or is it like a black market thing where they kind of... It's one of those things where they know they're doing it. It's just you got to hide it because there's fam- there's parents Lord. and stuff. What would you do if you had a, a teen son <laughs> and he had you take him to the brony con? <laughs> How would you respond? How would you feel? They would be going to military camp or something along those <laughs> yeah. lines. <laughs> yeah. I don't, it's just I don't know. I don't know. I, it's at times the of all the communities that we've talked about, bronies can be very. I can understand that there's probably a wholesome aspect to it. They are wholesome at times. I mean, yeah. For, uh, in one instance, I believe they like raise money for fellow bronies who are like battling cancer, and they get the kids yeah. the kids like hospital bills paid for. So it's not it all is bad. a community. It's yeah. it's just the um, you know the furries and the cloppers that make it bad. <laughs> give it a bad reputation well you know i mean the same is even the same is true of almost any outsider community they they have tight bonds between them and they take care of each other and all that stuff you know but like like furries would would be another example but um everyone else looking in from the outside is like what the fuck is wrong with these degenerates (laughs) (laughs) it's it's unfortunate and it's kind of mean but it's like what do you expect you're fucking jerking your dangling to animals when they cartoon animals when you ask them about the clopping this they, they know it and they're like yeah i do it and they they're like kind of like all, sh- all shucks you know I, yeah i do it you know? what what do you think is going through the mind of someone the first time they jerk off to a cartoon pony well they make it very easy for them to jerk off to the ponies and it's because the design is the fit the facial expressions of the ponies are very human-like and then uh, <laughs> 
the other part is just the fault of the person jerking off because they are attracted to the curves of the pony. Oh my god. Do you think the animators know exactly what they're doing? Uh they're like they're drawing the ponies specifically to like be found sexy. No, I mean they they could definitely make it more se- sensual, but they d- I don't think they're trying to make it sensual. It's always the 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 fan art that makes it sensual. People will masturbate to anything. Yeah, if it exists there's That's porn the for it. That's the one thing I've learned throughout life. If it exists there's porn for it. What is that rule 34? Mm-hmm. Rule 34. Um, I have here a list of celebrity bronies, if you would be <laughs> interested in hearing. Let me hear it. This is on um, mylittlebrony.fandom.com. <laughs> uh, we have William Shatner. Wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> uh, Gabe Newell, the president of Valve, the game company. Oh, William Shatner. I think he's a fan because I think he was in my little pony wasn't he i think he was a voice actor no way, really yeah interesting i'm pretty sure he was a my- yeah he plays i wonder if he clops it yeah he plays um grand here pair yeah he plays a pony that doesn't count he's not a, he's not a fan um i see an article here that says william shatner comes out as a brony <laughs> <laughs> and the evidence is two tweets where he says Friendship is magic, and replying to someone, he says, I could be a brony. So there you go. <laughs> I guess they count that as an endorsement. Um, Andrew WK, who's a brony. Chris Evans, a.k.a. Captain America. Oh, bullshit. Brony. <laughs> no, 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 there's no way. There's no way no, that... I see, I, I looked it up, and there's a, um, a series of quotes from him. He says, um, I was watching Care Bears and My Little Pony. I had older sisters. I had to. I had no choice. The interviewer says, My Little Pony is pretty cool. And he says, It is pretty cool. Yeah, I see what you're looking at. (laughs) Yeah. So Chris Evans confirmed brony. Chris Evans, if you want to come on the podcast to defend yourself, you're always welcome. Yeah, Chris. We're calling you out. Explain yourself, you fucking creep. Um, Dylan Robinson, which I don't know who that is, but I looked it up and the first thing that came up was some kid who set fire to a building and killed some people. So maybe that, oh. maybe he was a brony. Uh, and that's, <laughs> they also have a list of rumored celebrity bronies, <laughs> including Kate Winslet, Emma Watson, Megan Fox, Rihanna, <laughs> Chuck Norris, of course, <laughs> um, Jamie Heineman from Mythbusters. That's probably true. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Is he the one that looks like a walrus? Uh, uh, Jamie. What, or is that the skinny yeah, th- guy? Oh, damn, I can't remember now. No, that's the one that's... I think he might be the skinny guy. No, he's the one that looks like a walrus. I love that oh, guy. Okay. You, did you watch that growing um, up? Of course. Oh, yeah. fuck yeah. That was a good show. Uh, Marcus Person, the creator of Minecraft. That is... <laughs> I believe that. Could not be less surprising. <laughs> uh, yeah, and the list goes on and on. Weird Al, Jack Black, Robert Downey Jr. Jack Black. Bill Clinton. <laughs> Tom Brady, LeBron James. Oh, of course, of course. Oh, <laughs> uh, they're they got to be making this up. They just fucking copied a bunch of random celebrity names and pasted them into the potential bronies list. <laughs> That's awesome. But anyway, yeah. Count me in. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Have you seen a full episode of that show? God no. We should have watched some in preparation, probably. I what I hear taking some notes. What I hear from the fandom. 
is that it's they always reiterate that it's actually a good show and that it has it has real life experiences it um has character development it has great um lore it's mm. it ha- they they say they swear it's a good show maybe i'll watch some maybe it's the new anime if they come out in the fifth installment of my little pony with an, an-, an anime version i mean that might explode a hentai version <laughs> yeah they you heard it here folks that's that's your quote it's uh my little pony is the new anime if they lean into the sexuality i think they'll really have a resurgence in the brony community yeah speaking of the sexuality involved um have you heard of the pony cum jar project <laughs> do tell <laughs> okay there's also a whole wiki article about this um there's this infamous 4chan post uh, where an anonymous user posted a photo of a jar with a My Little Pony figurine inside of it uh, covered in cum. The jar <laughs> is like half full of human semen. And uh, he basically goes on to explain like, hey guys, this is a project I've been working on. Uh, it's my My Little Pony cum jar. I've been coming into this jar for, you know, uh, 12 months or whatever. And they post a bunch of pictures of the cum jar. And then they post an update later on where they say, hello, my dearest MLP, which is the My Little Pony, was the My Little Pony part of 4chan. And he says, I come before you today to reveal a horrible accident to the Pony Cum Jar Project. (laughs) The place where I was hiding my cum jar was actually on top of a kind of radiator that was connected to our furnace. And of course, since it's getting colder, we light it up. So basically, the Rainbow Dash figure has been boiled and cum. (laughs) It's brown now. <laughs> Wait, I wish, I wish you could see the picture. It's just rain, a little rainbow dash plastic pony toy <laughs> covered in brown burnt semen. <laughs> it's so awful. <laughs> so yeah, that's the uh, pony cum jar project. Uh, it's just, <laughs> I think there was some guy on YouTube that was like. Oh, what was he doing? Either like scraping his like dead skin cells and or coming into a jar for like twenty years, and he wanted to sell the yeah. jar or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> god. Oh god, humanity is so depraved. And that's a little that's a little toy that was meant for a little girl, a, a, a yep. ten year old girl. Yep. <laughs> Covered in boiled income. Leave it up to men to always. Oh, and we should mention that. Um, I'm pretty sure Chris Chan might have done exactly the same thing. Chris Chan is one of the most infamous bronies. Wait, Chris Chan. Did you did you know this? Hold on. He's like probably the main figurehead of bronyism. Oh yeah, I forgot. We had an entire episode about him. Yeah, you know Chris Chan. Oh yeah, he's. I mean. He dresses up in everything. He's got the tie-dye hair. Mm-hmm. He's got the ears. He dresses up as the ponies. He makes My Little Pony dolls. I, I think, and this ties into like My Little Pony being very friendly to their audience, that they put Chris Chan in ep- an episode as a pony, as like a, like a random character in a crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. October 17th, an episode titled Once Upon a Zeppelin. And they noticed a background pony that looked similar to Chris Chan. Huh. Oh, wow. 
The pony in question, known as Mossy Rock, is a gray unicorn with pedo glasses, a striped on shirt, and pedo glasses. Yeah, we forget Chris Jan. We think of Chris Jan mostly with um, Sonic and everything, but he dips into both yeah. fandoms. He sure does. If it's like degenerate and creepy and internet-y, you can bet that he'll be there. Wow. Yeah, they were still making episodes in 2017, looks like. Pretty good. So yeah, what else? What else is there to say? Um, we covered the really important points, which is that you know, grown men jerk off to this little girl cartoon. Not all of them. Not all of them. <laughs> A third of them. <laughs> How many bronies do you estimate there are worldwide? More than you'd if think. If you had to slap a figure on it more than you'd think i mean if they can get Would ten thousand to a, a convention in 2019 yeah i mean there's got to be like a hundred thousand plus fans uh, or excuse me a hundred thousand plus bronies you think that's it more probably i don't you know you wouldn't say uh would you say 30 million <laughs> 20 million wait a fan conducted Heard census suggests that as of September 2012, there are between 7 and 12.4 million people in the United States that identify themselves as bronies. In the United States. Wait, 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 wait. In the United... What port... Let me... There's no way. There's no fucking way. Give me that figure again. 7 to 12 million. 7 to 12 million in the United States. Let me do some quick math I mean, this is when bronies... Let's say it's 12. They were at their height in 2012, though. Let's say it's um, 10 million <laughs> divided by the statistic 375. Comes that is about um, two and a half percent of the U.S. population <laughs> is a brony, apparently. So if you go to work on Monday, there's a good chance that two out of your 100 fellow employees <laughs> are a brony. <laughs> you know what? It's probably it's probably the case. I could think of a couple people at my work that are probably secret bronies. Nice. Do you know any bronies personally? Do you think you might? You know, there's a bunch of girls from my childhood, the, the kind of girls that were obsessed with ponies growing up, mm. that probably watched My Little Ponies. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know if that counts, though. Yeah, yeah, but the obsession with their horses and everything... Yeah. Maybe led them to buy a little pony. And you don't have to be a clopper to fucking be a brony. You just gotta like the show. Right. Um, why do girls like horses so much? Andy? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What do you well, um what do you think? I really don't know. Um it's like a meme I mean it's obviously a meme at this point, but I wonder how it got started that horses are like a gendered interest because why would they be in fact if anything i think of horses as masculine they're big strong brutish animals maybe know. that's maybe it's like some kind of weird Sexual, creepy freudian thing like where the... girls want to bang horses <laughs> i mean horses have huge cocks that's that's probably what it is i think we hit the nail on the head Case closed. If you, Case closed. If you're a female and you like horses, you got a weird fetish. Don't even try to argue, bitch. We know. Maybe it's something about the riding, the up and down. Oh, yeah. You know, you know okay, what I'm saying? Yeah, there are a couple reasons I can think of now. <laughs> now it all makes sense. I'm glad we worked that out. Meanwhile, men just jerk off to posters of ponies. <laughs> and, and no, they're the bad ones. <laughs> 
Yeah. It's always men. It's always men. Us. We ruin these things. <laughs> men are men are complicated. Why is it that God made us sexualize the, everything? The highest hormones proportions so of all kinds of deviants are always men. There is something. I don't know what it is. Yeah, every internet community we've discussed is always men. Yeah, they're all fucking sick, <laughs> psycho men. What is Incels are men. Um, the majority of prisoners worldwide are men, obviously. Men commit the majority of violent crimes. It's all the it's the hormones. I don't it's, I don't they know. commit suicide in higher proportion. They jerk off to cartoon ponies. We're a complicated breed. Men are the worst. Men are pangs. <laughs> Meanwhile, you want to fuck a horse, you damn bitch. <laughs> I'm going to start genuinely arguing that with people. <laughs> like, that's going to be my real stance. You just like horses because you, you want to fuck them. Don't even try to argue with it. You know it's true. Well, shit. Um, anything else about bronies? That's pretty much it. I mean, this one's pretty straightforward. Um, it is very straightforward. There's no loose ends. It's bizarre, but it's not really complicated. It's it's just like something you would expect to see yeah. in some dark corner of the internet. It is what it is. I mean, you look at it for what it is, and all you see are just neck beards. Not all neck beards, mm. but you know, weirdos just liking ponies. They like the show. Yeah. They beat off to it. They like the curvature. Mm -hmm. Oh God, I'm picturing in my head. Like a anal bead that's like a has like a pony hairs on the end of it. Oh, All right, well, <laughs> you should make that. Probably make a fortune. Oh, it, it's got to exist already. Oh, horse tail. Yeah, they probably do have um, My Little Pony sex toys yeah. on Etsy somewhere. Master Series. Hold on. Masters. Yeah, here it is. Master Series horse tail stainless steel anal plug. <laughs> No. Only $57. No. I'm going to look up MLP sex toys. Oh, God. I knew it would be Etsy. <laughs> Fucking Etsy. Uh, ML MLP sex toys. Hmm. I think they're banned from Etsy. Oh, probably. God damn it. Oh, God. I found a My Little Pony with a... Uh, it's a fleshlight, essentially. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm going to drop it in the Discord. Oh, no. Hold on, let me see if I can get this in here. <laughs> drop it in there so Sam can see it later. <laughs> well, this is our personal call. Oh, okay, darn. I can't, I can't drop it. Hold on. All right, you could look at it. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, my God. Yep. Oh, it's God. Got a little horse vagina. Yeah, here's some, like, full life-size horses. That have like boobs, inflated boobs. Oh God! Oh, here's one with a horse cock. Andy, stop! You're turning me on. Final thoughts on bronies? Um, gosh, I don't think so. All I'm I saying. I hope this episode isn't going to be boring. <laughs> It's it's like um it's such a bizarre thing that if you told the average person about this they wouldn't even believe you. But when you spend as much time on the internet as we do, you just become so desensitized to shit like this that it's almost not even interesting. Yeah, this anymore. is this is like this is 
great this is nothing to us <laughs> yeah seriously i mean i wish i could i wish i was surprised by this I wish I was shocked and could show some more enthusiasm for the subject matter, but really it's something I've been aware of since 2012. Um, yeah, I've known about bronies for a long time and I'm kind of just jaded. And if you're a brony out there, come on the podcast. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. We need, we, we would more we power to you. Come, we come in friendship. We will not, we will not mm-hmm. berate come in a jar. <laughs> For three years. Send us your, send it in send to us our your P.O. box. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got any final thoughts? All I say is I'm looking forward to the fifth installment hentai anime version of My Little Pony. That's mm-hmm. when I'll get invested once I'm in my weeaboo state. It's like the Avatar state, but the weeaboo state. You know what, Andy? I'm going to give us some homework. Uh, we both have to watch one full episode of My Little Pony Friendship is Magic before the next episode. Deal? Yeah, yeah, we could do that. All right. That'll, and then we'll we'll discuss it at the beginning of the next show. That'll give us about three months to watch one episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, are we going to do a Halloween show? Should we? Uh, the people, if the people demand it. Uh, I guess I guess we should. It's tradition at this point. Oh god, you can watch free episodes on YouTube. Perfect. You pick one and I'll pick one. Better yet, we'll do a live stream. Our fans can join Man, us. And you know what we would do <laughs> if we were really dedicated? We would try to jerk off to an episode and report back on <laughs> on the experience. I don't think I have the stomach for that, but if we were really hardcore gonzo journalists, that's what we would do. One of us is going to enjoy it and <laughs> come back with <laughs> terrible news. Well, all right then. Um, thank you to everyone for joining us on this new episode of The Internet is Weird. Uh, we hope you learned something, and we hope you'll join us. Gosh, when's Halloween? That's in just a couple of weeks. Oh, shit. Oh, that means we got to actually come out with an episode. I know. So uh, we'll we'll be seeing you very soon. Then we'll read some creepy pastas and maybe bring along some other goodies. But until then, uh, happy clopping! <laughs> happy clopping! Make sure to clop on over to the internet is weird on Reddit, Facebook. Clop on over to our subreddit. Uh, where else you can we? clop on over to our Facebook page at uh, facebook.com/tiiwshow. We are on iTunes. Look up the internet is weird. We're right there. Go ahead and clop that subscribe button, and you'll never uh, miss another episode. All right, everyone, clop you later. Oh, clop, clop.